uh, take a few minutes to give a testimony. And uh, this testimony is the testimony uh, of our dear brother, Andrew Yu. Yeah. Um, who passed away to be with the Lord um, uh, a week ago. Now, I know that many of you actually do not know this brother uh, or have met this brother, or some of you, kind of like that word in Job, uh, you have heard about him, but you have not seen him. Uh, and that's okay. And um, uh, our brother <coughs> is a uh, servant of the Lord and a uh, uh, co-worker among us for many years. And uh, that we will take another time or times for us to fully describe uh, all the works that he has done, uh, all the services uh, that he has rendered <clears throat> to the Lord's recovery. And um, um, that will take uh, a lot of time. <clears throat> but today, I just want to testify um, for him in light of this word uh, on Job, <clears throat> and particularly um, Job's, the need for Job to go through um, unspeakable uh, suffering. Um, uh, do not forget the question uh, of the universe. I should not say of the universe, of all mankind. And that is, why am I created? And number two, why do I suffer? And if any human being can answer uh, that compound question, really it is one question in two aspects, then uh, I would say you would have gained wisdom. Um <clears throat> Now, uh, of course, this training with the messages have uh, vitally answered, uh, given us the answer to that question. Um, but I want to, this morning, just give a testimony uh, for our dear brother. <clears throat> uh, we are both from Hong Kong, so there is a kind of uh, connection there. And he is two years older than me. And um, um, I'll just get right to the point, and that is that um, in the uh, uh, over ten years ago, uh, he um, developed cancer, which was the first blow to him in terms of uh, a physical illness. And many people, uh, uh, saints, actually did not know about that. But that's well over 10 years ago. And the treatment that, particularly radiation treatment that he has to receive, was extremely difficult. And he uh, received those treatment and uh, convalesced for months in Hong Kong, actually. 
And um, then <clears throat> he was, um, uh, you may say, uh, healed of that. But that um, treatment of radiation, blasts of radiation, permanently uh, damaged him uh, in, in, this, in that area. I'm not a doctor, so I cannot explain so well. Then subsequent to that, uh, in the um, years after, <clears throat> he actually had three strokes. Uh, the most serious one happened to him when he was serving in uh, Korea uh, some years ago. And, um, and, uh, and all of that added together um, caused him to um, uh, be unable to function and live as he did before. Now, if you know Brother Andrew, you know he is a very um, vital, uh, industrious, and diligent, and uh, a very, very energetic um, and active person. And all of this <clears throat> uh, basically caused him to not be able uh, to function as he did before. And not only so, uh, it brought to him a great deal of suffering. And um, in these last years, um, uh, all the uh, physical pains and suffering that he experienced uh, could be traced back to that mm -hmm. cancer treatment. Uh, and then the stroke, of course, did not help. They complicated uh, things very much for him. And so uh, I say this to tell you that these at least decade of time, long period of time, um, was nothing but suffering for our brother physically. Somewhat like Job. Now, our brother was, uh, have served so much. He was the personal attendant mm -hmm. of Brother Lee, <clears throat> took care of Brother Lee. Um, and uh, he was the one who opened the door for the Bibles and the ministry to go into China mm -hmm. back from the early days. Uh, he was the one <clears throat> who uh, helped Brother Lee to establish the full-time training in Taipei. And today, all the other full-time trainings are, were, are all offshoot uh, branches, if you will, of that original training. He was also the one who completed the uh, collected works of Watchman Nee. And by the time he passed away, uh, he completed perhaps the um, greatest work, if I may say so, of his uh, 
shortened life. And that was the collected works of Witness Lee. And in fact, he poured himself out in his illness, extreme uh, suffering, Mm -hmm. to finish that work because he knew his time was limited. And um, I have the uh, occasion uh, to uh, uh, contact him, uh, not that much, but periodically. Um, We would go to uh, have breakfast together Mm -hmm. at this restaurant on Ball Road and Euclid. And uh, in our fellowship, uh, especially in the latter years, uh, very little were uh, on subjects of work, uh, of the service, uh, and things like that. Not that we didn't talk about those things, but they were not, to me, the primary uh, things. Um, again and again, he would testify of his um, situation. I will tell you that he described them to me, and just listening to me, uh, listening to it, uh, was a suffering. Um, but he never complained, never complained, just explained. And I know, uh, as a result, how much um, human and physical affliction that he was going through, it's rare. I will tell you, I don't know how many people will have that level of suffering for that long period of time Mm -hmm. and still was able to uh, carry out what he carried out. Um, In the last uh, uh, fellowships I had with him, uh, he would just always talk about his shortage, his lack uh, in not living Christ or not living the God-man life. And um, that's all his regret. That's all his uh grief uh, that he had not mm-hmm. done so and um uh and that was my testimony for him um <clears throat> now i think that what he our brother experienced in all these uh, years uh was exactly Exactly, a the experience of Job. <clears throat> uh, that was what God measured to him in His wisdom, mm-hmm. and in His sovereignty, and even in His love for our brother. Uh, this uh, magnitude and this length mm-hmm. of suffering. And um, you would, again, if you don't have the view of God's economy, uh, question God and wonder why that had to be and why that had to happen to 
a man like this, uh, who is not worldly, uh, godly, um, Christ-loving, and church-loving, and has poured out nothing but his whole being, breaking his alabaster box uh, to anoint the Lord and to live for his interest, uh, the interests of God on the earth. Why would this man need to go through such intense affliction? Well, of course, today we have the answer. Uh, We were made, brothers and sisters, for God's glory. That means we're made in his image to express him. And that is God's one-sentence purpose Mm -hmm. for the man that he created. So we are made for God's glory. But God does not stop there with an intention. God also has his wise way, which is always higher than ours. And his way, that is his wisdom, is that the road or the journey or the path to that glory or that expression is one, is a singular way. And that, brothers and sisters, is the way of the cross. The same way that the Lord Jesus took Mm -hmm. in his human life. Mm -hmm. And he said that he must suffer. He said that he must suffer and then enter into his glory. Mm -hmm. Of course, that glory is the initial glory of his resurrection. But there would be a further glory uh, that Christ would attain to in his ascension. And then, of course, eventually, he will have enjoyed that glory in his church, according to Ephesians 3. And then one day, as the God of glory, he will return. And of course, he is the hope, our hope of glory. And we as the many sons today are being brought by him into the glory of God. To be God's full expression. But my point is this, brothers and sisters, that based on the speaking of Job in this training, it should be clear to all of us that the way to that glory, the pathway, Mm -hmm. the journey to that glory must be the way of the cross, Mm -hmm. the way of crucifixion, and may I say the way of suffering. So we do well to remember, uh, firstly, these three verses, and I read, Therefore, uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. Therefore, we do not lose heart. But though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. For our momentary likeness of affliction 
works out for us more and more surpassingly an eternal weight of glory. Because we do not regard the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So I uh, spoke on this verse in one of my messages, comparing um, um, what is momentary and what is eternal. What is light and what is weighty. What is seen and what is not seen. I will tell you, brothers and sisters, um, today we all must take this way. It is God's wisdom and God's plan in each one of our lives in a customized way, in a particular way, Mm. that we should, what, go through these things, measure to us, For only one reason, and that is that our outer man, the outer man uh, with the soul, our soul being the person and our body being its faculties and members, that old man, whether it is bad or whether he is good, it has to decay. That means it must be consumed, it must waste away, it must be worn out. And there's only one way for this to happen, and that is that we have to live this life according to God's ordination. As we pursue him, as we are... uh, uh, living this uh, Christian life, that there would his cross and through the uh, arrangement of circumstances uh, in our life, many of which are not pleasant, most of which are full of suffering, um, to what? To dismantle or to strip off this old man, basically to destroy it in a way of decay. That means in a process. So that that inner man with Christ in our spirit as the person and our soul being its faculties for expression would be renewed day by day. I can testify to you in my meetings with uh, Brother Andrew and every few months. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see almost with my, in my eyes of the renewing that is taking place. Mm-hmm. Not only the decaying, it's right in front of my eyes, but also the glorious renewing, which I sense in my spirit. And I praise the Lord for that. So brothers and sisters, when we talk about these things and we think about these things, 
Our sense is an eternal sense. Our eyes must be on eternity and not just today. If our eyes is just on today, we will not be able to pass through these things in a victorious manner. The only way we can do that is that is that our eyes are not only on God, on Christ, but our eyes indeed will be set on eternity, where the new Jerusalem will be. And I just read one more verse or two more verses to you because it relates to this and we can apply this. <clears throat> and those are the <clears throat> also verses that we referenced in some of these messages on Job. And that is Romans 8, 28 through 30, another three verses. As we know that, and we know that all things work together for the good, for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Because those whom he foreknew, he also predestinated to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestinated, these he also called. And those whom he called, these he also justified. And those whom he justified, these he also glorified. Clearly showing glorification is our destiny. But there would be something that God has predestinated in the other eternity, that is eternity past. That what? He would foreknow all of us, each one of us, that he must gain for his expression and glory. He knew each one of us, and he selected each one of us in time past. And he destined, predestinated all of us one day, sooner or later, will be conformed to the image of his firstborn son, and that is the image of Christ. Through a process of justification, sanctification, conformation, and ultimately glorification. But the key verse or operative verse is 28. We know, I am so glad after this training, we can all say, we know Mm -hmm. That all things, what are all things? That are all the things that happen to us in this life, especially the suffering, the affliction. Um, All things work together. And now we're clear, they work together, including Satan. He is working for God, working together. All the environment that is upon us, all the situation that comes to us, all the sickness, uh, all the difficult environmental environment and uh, challenging circumstances, all of these things would work together for us who love God. 
only for those who love God and those who are called according to this purpose, this singular purpose of God, that together we would be built up into an, a glorious entity that would be the body of Christ, that would be the kingdom of God, and ultimately that would be the new Jerusalem to express the triune God in all of eternity as the new Jerusalem. And we are bound for that destiny or that destination today. And our eyes must be set on that. While we're on this, that way today, let us be joyful as Paul was. Let us be encouraged as Paul was. Let us be hopeful as Paul was. Let us be encouraged to endure as Paul was, that while he was himself suffering these things, he remained joyful. He did not complain because he understood. He knew what was happening, and he knew what was his destiny. So I just want to say this word on behalf of Brother Andrew Yu, um, just on this one particular aspect. Um, I think I'd like to apologize for taking much time this morning. Uh, as I was listening to my cohort in the just now in the uh, in the uh, prophesying time, I was very very encouraged to hear and see so many saints that after months of not seeing you, I really sense there is a growth in Christ. There is an enrichment of the Lord, Amen. and I believe, unseen to my eyes. There must be something happening with all things, with all things in your life. And thank the Lord, thank the Lord that his suffering in this light to uh, measure to us is really the incarnation of his grace and his love towards us. I worship the Lord for this and thank the Lord for this recent training. Amen.